0: Which I don't see happening, um, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.comslash fake the nation and use the code fake the nation to claim your free three piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.comslash fake the nation to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode. Hello, hello. Uh, Welcome to Fake the Nation, where we talk about news, we talk about politics, and where we give you more than you've asked for in the form of a bonus segment. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Nageen Farsad, as always, uh, and we are doing a bonus segment because the town- there were two competing town halls last night, um, and they occurred after we recorded the show because so much news happens after we record the show, and to talk about those competing town halls, I'm joined by the inimitable, the wonderful comedian and host of the podcast, Take Your Pills Psychopath. He also has a newsletter that you should absolutely be subscribing to. It's at He's my very good friend. It's John F. O.Donnell. Hey John F. O'Donnell.
1: Hey, what's up, Nagin? Hi everybody. What's up, all you fakers out there?
0: <laughs> I really, really, really
1: want you to call your listeners fakers so bad. I
0: know. It's I not, know. It's not taking. But then I, I don't. I really just don't. <laughs> um I'd rather just call them nationers. Okay. Oh wow, nationers.
1: Um, yeah, that just rolls right <laughs> off the tongue. just really
0: rolls off the tongue, I know. <laughs> um, so uh, so t- last night together, but also separately, we watched two competing town halls, one from the Honorable Joe Biden, the other one from the dishonorable minority president, who has also been impeached and is responsible for the death of hundreds of thousands, Donnie Twimp. Um,
1: dot, first- dot, dot, also, <laughs> Biden's a tool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I mean, just call him all honorable. Politicians you can just call tools. him
1: honorable and just let it. No, sit he's there.
0: A, a, but he but a, okay. Well, let's talk about it. <laughs> okay, okay. So first, actually, I want to talk about the time slots. Um, the so what happened was. Donnie pulled out of the debate because he didn't want to do a Zoom debate. Yeah. Uh, and then, so then Joe scheduled a town hall with ABC. Um, and then in response, Donnie scheduled a town hall with NBC. And then I don't know through whatever shenanigans the town halls were at exactly the same time. Although one, Joe's was uh, 90 minutes and Donnie's was uh, 60 minutes. Um so, I mean, I guess that's not a problem, right? Because undecided voters uh, just can easily clone themselves or like they're able to do screen and screen and just un- comprehend both things simultaneously. So that probably <laughs> wasn't a problem. But yeah, also yeah. I think the reason why it wasn't a problem is because there's exactly one and a half people left undecided. That's uh, what I was going to
1: say. I was like, who is this undecided <laughs> voter demographic you speak of, Nagin? Where do they live? <laughs> what are they about? What music is are Chuck? they listening to? You know? <laughs> What's their media intake like? What are they watching on Netflix? (laughs) These undecideders. I bet they're watching Thelma and Louise, and I don't know why, but they're watching Thelma and Louise, which is a good movie. It's weird. (laughs) How can they have such good taste in cinema but really be so out to lunch and... (laughs) Knowing politically what's going on in this country, That's understand. really
0: weird. That's, that's the weird thing about Chuck, <laughs> in um, in Florida. Donald um, O'Donnell. So yeah. So just off the bat, that was weird, right? That they that this happened. That we had to divide our t- attention thusly.
1: Yes. Can we just acknowledge that is bizarre? Like I don't even know how to make sense out of Super. it. Okay. We're gonna have two presidential candidates have separate time ha- uh, t- town halls on separate channels at the same exact time. What? What?
0: I know. Why? It makes no sense at all whatsoever. Like, I'm trying to,
1: like, get some sort of metaphor for what this is, but I can't even pull anything out. You know what I mean? Trying to be like, oh, well, this means that, you know, the two uh, echo chambers are as such that they can be put up against each other in real time. So I I don't know.
0: All right. Okay. That. Yeah. And then and then you find that your metaphors fall apart. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, okay. <laughs> Much like um, most of I, my
1: punchlines to my bits, they just, they fall apart, you know? <laughs> Stand up as hey hard, you guys. Really hey, all comedian. you fakers out there, or you you nationalists <laughs> or whatever, you know, nation. right? Oh! Or, you, or you white nationalists, whatever Nagin's fan base Stop is, it. I'm not sure. Stop could, it. Could you imagine? Wouldn't yeah. that be weird uh, what, if that was your I, I think
0: my white nationalist base <laughs> is really strong they love their Muslim <laughs> podcast yeah, hosts is what too, we found.
1: They do, they do. Um, I hear so that those boys are super proud of you, but anyway, I guess
0: <laughs> proud. They're really proud. Boy, call them the Proud Boys.
1: I think was taken. I think everyone's yeah. taken I I by a bunch of <laughs> douchebags.
0: <laughs> Um. So I want to actually point out just structurally, so this is one of those town halls where people in the town, ta- right, the town hall ask questions. One of them was like in an airport hangar. The other one was like in an empty auditorium. Everything was socially distant. It looked pretty really safe. Uh, one thing I sort of liked about the format of the town halls and that I think we would, that normally happens in one of the town hall style debates is that the people ask a question. So then the moderator sort of there has maybe a little bit more time to figure out, does this need to be fact-checked? Does this, there's, does there a need to be a follow-up? I found that this format kind of worked well for someone like Donnie that kind of spews a lot that needs to be fact-checked. It, ge- it gave I think Savannah Guthrie a little bit more time. Did you? What do you think of this format? Like, what did it just uh, off the bat? What were your impressions of of how um, Donnie handled himself? How Biden handled himself?
1: Uh, well, I think I'll, first of all, I'll address the, the the format if that's cool. I think that sure. Um, I think it works better, you know? I like being... A, I, the the different issues and topics and things going on, they are really complex issues. Do I think that either of those two guys have a real deep grasp of what's going on? Absolutely not. But I'd at least like to see what level of knowledge base they have. There's more of a possibility of that in a town hall type of setting than there is in the two-minute thing and this and that and the talking over each other or whatever, you know? Right, That's why, and
0: it's very stressful. Yeah,
1: like it's like, for example, if you like, they floated at the idea of, and then whatever, they were, were going to say, like, oh, Joe Rogan was like, oh, I'll give like, a four-hour, you know, sort of conversation where both of them are on the podcast or whatever. right? like, okay, fair enough. Maybe Joe Rogan's not, like, the right host for that, but something in that format, like, a long-form sort of debate, like, I don't know, moderated by, I don't know, Nagin Farsad of, like, Fake the Nation, you know? <laughs> I mean, honestly, if Nagin... Fars- You're
0: already on the podcast, John F. O'Donnell. You don't need to do this. <laughs> no,
1: but, but you know what I'm saying, though? Like, wouldn't you want to yeah. see them sit down and have to talk for like three or four hours? Like uh, like we do podcasts for multiple hours, you know, and you kind of yes, know where somebody's yeah. at. So I think yeah, I think no, exactly. I think it would work better.
0: No, I agree. I mean, I think and I also think it, you said something that you don't think either of the candidates had a grasp of the policies. Ugh. I would like to deeply disagree with you in that Joe Biden, the thing this format, you know, they always talk about Joe Biden being a good retail politician, blah, blah, blah. He knows how to talk to people. And, you know, I don't it's like we haven't really seen him talk to people, right? Because of the pandemic. Uh, but turns out that's I found that to be absolutely true because you saw him making meaningful eye contact, giving people long answers. You know, it's like there, a woman um, who's the mother of, tra- of a transgender child stood up and, and asked a question about, you know, transgender laws and and and, and all the that ha- uh, Donnie has wrought on keeping transgender people out of the military and, and all that, removing the word transgender from certain government websites. Um, and and Biden just gave a thoughtful answer on his position on um, on on these transgender laws what he would do uh repeal uh, the ones that were invoked by um by donny um, and the trump administration and you know and he spent a long time talking about it. he talked about the murder of of transgender women of color yeah. you know he i mean these are these he talked about um at various points in the thing he talked about the um income income inequality about um you know black entrepreneurship and expanding the pipeline of funding for for black entrepreneurship. He talked about he you know what? He support he does not want to ban fracking. He's pretty clear about that. I mean, me and you might not like that about him, but he at least has a position and it's clear and it's discussed. He even talked about regretting the 1994 crime bill. I mean, can you imagine regret I think what what I learned from Joe Biden is that he does have positions on policies. And I may as a progressive not agree with absolutely every little point. But, man, he's meeting me more than halfway. Uh, and that's something that I, I, I got the feeling uh, from the town hall. Well,
1: I'll tell you, I, I agree that when he made meaningful eye contact in the town hall, it was considerably less creepy than it was in the, uh, the first debate. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it came across as genuine I- in the town hall format.
0: It does. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but unfortunately, yeah, yeah. No, in the did. first
1: debate, it came across as just like turn to audience now. Uh, uh, no, co- I mean, what are they people? supposed to I do? Know, there is, there's nothing to be done. But, <laughs> there's uh, nothing
0: to be done. But yeah, like I mean, I'm sorry. I'm so disgusting because I'm clearly a shill for Biden. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm so obviously well, voting you, for let's, that let's man. Be, I'll, be, I'll
1: be honest with you. Like, there's a lot of things that you said there that I agree with. The th- one that I, though am more cynical about, is like, yeah, he apologized for the crime. Bill, but it was a real half-ass apology, Nagin. Like he basically didn't really take culpability. Okay. He could. He just still defended okay. a lot of aspects of it and kind of said like
0: he uh, defended aspects of it or like he, he did. But he also said, "Hey, he goes, it wasn't he just he did.
1: Attack. He goes, it wasn't just me. You know, he goes, we all were doing it. We all were locking up people of color disproportionately right. at the time. And then, and then, uh, but I, you know."
0: But I do think historical context matters, right? Because we all, as a society, were against, um, let's say, um, marriage equality, right? Like, not me. I- as a as a as an adolescent, as a teenager, I would go around being like, that's gay. Like, dude, I was born. I, did that when I was as a born.
1: Kid. Out of the womb, I popped out. I was like, LGBTQIA <laughs> for life, motherfucker. I was like, you No, know, I'm so. just,
0: and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to like excuse anyone. I'm just saying, like, we, it's strange to say, no, one person, this one person had to have been. Um, completely should have been AOC before AOC was ever born. Do you know what I mean? Look, I, don't, no, I, don't, again, I don't. I don't. I don't We can't that. have that standard of someone from someone from 1985. I agree or with that
1: 100. percent But those people shouldn't still be allowed to be fucking politicians. Anybody involved okay. with any of that? I mean,
0: shit. right. And you know, we can honestly. we can talk about how yeah. this generation should be like they should go the tor- away. The
1: torch. like all of them, should For go sure. away. Like I, you know, and I get you. Like yes. Mitch I mean, McConnell, hey. etc. That whole cabal across the left-right divide. How yeah, are they our yes. leaders? How are 100%. they? One hundred percent. we would be better at politicianing than they are. <laughs> no,
0: I know. Yes, and yes, I said absolutely. that sentence
1: wrong. Well, I would rather you Let's, be secretary of the exterior, interior, whatnot, you know, and I'll be yes, I'll be the treasury of secretary. But, but thanks for you know? giving
0: me a like, thanks for giving me a lesser cabinet role. But absolutely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that w- look, I don't even know the hierarchical status of them. Like, I, that was I wasn't trying to macro micro you.
0: Um, okay, here's, here's my, let's talk about Donnie's town hall. Okay. That was. (laughs) God. And I also just want to say in closing about the Biden town hall. I mean, it not, nothing's in closing. We can go back and forth. It doesn't matter. But, but in closing about the Biden town hall, I want to say that it was calm, um, that he did get follow-ups, right? Like about court packing, whatever he probably said the most, um, intense thing about core packing which is that like I will let people know once we figure out what's happening with this Amy Coney Barrett nomination you yeah, know that's a whole basically very fascinating, saying, ba- that's a basic, fascinating which was topic, fascinating yeah. basically saying basically saying to Mitch McConnell yo like I will consider not core packing if you guys don't do this right now you know what I mean that's, like I yeah. will I will adjust my stance based on how you guys behave or misbehave so that was an interesting thing but in general it was a calm affair uh, George Stephanopoulos, I think, had the easier job because, you know, because <laughs> Biden didn't have as many lies to spew, right? Yeah. And 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 he doesn't have to be constantly fact checked in that way. Yeah. Um, but he still, there were still a lot of follow ups and blah blah blah. Uh, I think in general, he held his feet to the fire, but it was just like a calmer affair because there was just more civility involved all around. Now, Donnie's town hall. Um, <laughs> someone, someone on someone who follows me on Twitter uh, was saying, like, you know, t- switching from from uh, Donny's town hall. I'm sorry from Bryden's town hall to Donnie's town hall is like going from from switching from Don Perrion to kerosene. And I did feel that that there was truth to that, right? That's really um,
1: funny. That's really funny. It's really
0: funny. <laughs> um and uh and it, so so a couple of things um he was generally more on the defensive. I mean, what did you th- what did you think of his performance there?
1: Well, this is the thing, it's like because I just I try to take enough narrative distance from both of these guys that I can I'm like look I'm a comedian if I'm gonna watch this narrative
0: distance I want to have some name. narrative
1: distance and I want to be able to see this as funny so I think that they're funny I do I think that they're funny like okay. I found the first debate okay I found it funny I know it bothered a lot of okay. people but it was like it's funny I mean Donald Trump is <laughs> like it's better 47 than being, like
0: miserable yeah, he's like
1: you haven't done anything I've done more in 47 months than you've done in 47 years Joe and then Joe's like tell this clown to shut the fuck up. I mean come on there's a presidential <laughs> debate guys it's funny like I know the country's on fire but guys it's like let's it's funny though all right but so so I thought it was you know I thought it was uh fu- wait, funny
0: wait can we so so uh, <laughs> let's talk about a, a couple of moments he 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 sort of went back and forth about masks like it, he still wasn't 100% wear masks. He was like, "Yeah, wear them," but like, well, at the beginning, Fauci didn't say to wear them. And if like, "Yes," in the beginning, but like, he's completely changed his tune. And she's, he's like, "I don't know." Like, has he? What? <laughs> yes, Fauci has changed. I mean, it. So he's he just like hedging just his bets say, all
1: over the place. Yeah. A,
0: a man who spent four days in the hospital, who had to have oxygen, couldn't just say. Wear a fucking mask. I mean, it is insane. That was a softball, if there ever was a softball, and he, well, he couldn't Well, he kind of
1: whiffed on a few softballs, right? Like, he, uh, you know, is was basically, wasn't there something where, like, he wouldn't denounce QAnon or something this time around? <laughs> yes, <laughs> he
0: didn't denounce, he didn't, um, he had retweeted something from QAnon about... Um, uh, I can't remember what the conspiracy was, but anyway, something crazy that QAnon said, um, that was also I think old, and uh, and he was just like, I don't know, I thought it was interesting, can you I, know, can it's I, just yeah. like, can
1: I tell you something? Do you, you want to? talk? Yeah. About, you want, so there, here's the thing: I don't actually know much about QAnon. I've not really paid attention to it. I have Just things I've.
0: Oh, you're you're not a member. I take it. No,
1: I'm not. But like, my understanding <laughs> is that it's like this. It's like this conspiracy theory about like politicians are in some sort of baby eating sex cult or something. Sure,
0: yeah, yeah. There's a there's a pedophilia thing.
1: Now here's the thing. There are folks that think, and I tend to agree with them, that QAnon is actually set up as an intelligence community, sort of like PSYOP, a psychological operation. And it's such a crazy Mm -hmm. conspiracy, sort of thing, where basically anybody that is kind of talking about certain narratives that the establishment doesn't want to come out, they just lump them all into QAnon. And that's actually how controlled opposition uh, gets started. You know?
0: Um, (laughs) In fact, Trump said last night. (laughs) Trump said last night I know nothing about QAnon I do know they're very much Against pedophilia P.S. Like I'm gonna just go ahead And say That's A popular position To be against Anti-pedophilia wait a second But
1: that's like that's kind of an, that's kind of a good answer. Like, look, I don't know anything I mean, about know, these guys. I know it is
0: a good. answer. Come on,
1: it is a good answer. Like, look, it's, I don't know anything about these guys. I hear they're against pedophilia. I too am against. Which pedophilia. Which
0: I think is fantastic. That's a right, good right, answer. Right, right, right.
1: But then you right. know, is, um, that's actually kind it, of a it, good it, answer.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and, no, I mean, that's what's 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 alarming. Um, he also seemed to admit. That he is 400,000, sorry, 400 million, dollars million in debt. That was that seemed to have been a mission from him um, that seemed to verify the New York Times article uh, about with his tax returns and all of that. See, and that's then, amazing. That seem,
1: that's amazing because right? the the one way to really, really get at Trump to really, really bother him is to question his wealth. Um, to question how much money he has. Like, I know this for a fact that when he was roasted on Comedy Central years and years ago, yeah. one of the writers told me that, uh yeah, every topic was fair game. Everything. You just could even like he wants to fuck his daughter. That's fine. But you can't wow. write material about. Saying he doesn't have as much money as he claims That's to have—that's insane. That was the yeah. thing that was off limits. Think about that level yeah. of narcissism; it's hilarious. So completely, you know what I mean.
0: Um, also, I, I've heard from makeup artists who have had to work on his shows that he w- does his own face.
1: Well, you know, he if, doesn't if, want other.
0: He doesn't believe that other people could do his his face, ma- the makeup on his face, as good as. he Well, does. I mean, there's anyway, only anyways, one Picasso.
1: You know what I mean? You can't. <laughs> I will say so this: one, so one the thing craziest... I've heard, one thing I've heard. Yeah. True story. Way back in the day. My my stepmother, who's a real estate attorney, was working on some sort of project with a bunch of lawyers that was some sort of Trump deal. And one night they were all stuck working really late and he showed up with a bunch of pizzas and gave him a bunch of free pizzas. So he's not Hitler.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just gonna say, well, you know, I, he's not Hitler. Listen,
0: Jonathan O'Donnell, we don't know if Hitler You're ever right, showed you know up what? and gave pizza Here's to Here's the flip crew.
1: side of why he might be. My father, also a real estate attorney, worked on some deal in some capacity. Donald Trump owes my father twenty five hundred dollars from back in like the, the late eighties, early nineties. So Are you serious? I swear to God, or over two thousand. Yeah. So it's like he's okay. so he stiffed my dad like he did for everybody. Where basically you pay the first I amount. I
0: did not know this. Yeah, yeah. You this should be uh we're gonna bring well, this should be like the companion piece to the <laughs> just Rudy think about like the interest. Or, you know, Giuliani's daughter. Oh, yeah, 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 uh-huh.
1: yeah. With the interest, be, yeah, the, compounded. You know what I mean? If he's fucking <laughs> four hundred thousand, he's gonna owe my dad at least <laughs> so, fucking you know.
0: $15,000? You know, I don't know, know how math works. $400,000. <laughs> $400 million. Yeah. He owes your dad. Um, but just to close up uh, the, the town hall here, uh, with the, cre- the weirdest moment. So first of all, he mostly, just so we're clear, he mostly said, We're doing a fantastic job. I've done the best job. I've been the best president. Like, it was mostly statements like that, right? It was mostly statements like that. It was mostly Savannah Guthrie having to, like, hold his feet to the fire and, and, uh, and it was, looked really tough. You know what I mean? It just looked, he, um, we, we learned that he did more for the black community, for example, than any other president. Uh, I, you know, that's, he may, he's made that claim many times. He continues to make that claim. Um, well, if you say it enough times, details. it becomes
1: true, you know. That's just
0: how it works. He's, he also he didn't provide any details on the healthcare situation, right? He's had four years to come up with a healthcare plan that is supposedly better than the ACA. He hasn't done that. He offered no plans. Um, you know, he he. Uh, and 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 one thing that I think voters might be interested in knowing, listeners, is that when there's a study in 2018 that showed that when Trump inserts himself into the politics of something, he does more harm than good. So uh, he's those he's more. Um, likely to lose those w- races, right? So the down-ballot races in which he inserted himself in 2018 uh, did not go well because he inserted himself. So that's an interest. So maybe it's like, let him just keep saying all of these fucking things and that's maybe it's good. Because that's a big um, and change. I just want to share with you. Yeah, yeah, it's a big change from 2016 yeah. where the press ended up giving him votes. So uh, the one moment that I want to, to mention before we leave is that some woman told him he had a beautiful smile. <laughs> <laughs> and that he was handsome when he smiled. I don't know if you saw this moment, but this moment, this woman was called to um ask a question, and he said she said this thing, and I was gobsmacked because it had never occurred to me that there are women out there that want to bang this guy. Oh, and there no, are no. It didn't occur to me until you said guy. it right now. She I know she blushed and he blushed through the orange, and it was so it was a it was just a wildly Informative moment that I had never thought of. Well, game, But anyways, there are women that, that want to beg the president.
1: I saw that moment.
0: Really tr- troubling. Can
1: I say something? Is that so? Right, I saw please. that moment. I saw her say that. I was like, "What the funk?" And then Trump immediately <laughs> it was just like. Oh, me? My smile? Like, it, like, totally oh, God, pandered to his it arrogance really and tough. his vanity, right? And then how about this, though? Then the question she asked was such a, like, a got-you-immigration-through-the-heart question where I was like, wait a second. This woman is like a plant or something. Like, you don't go from, like, you have the most beautiful head of hair I've ever seen, your, your golden, <laughs> your golden <laughs> wheat chaff of hair and your beautiful, perfect smile. Oh, I'd love to be in, in your arms. Uh, I'm an immigrant, first generation uh, from uh, you know Eastern Europe. Tell Poland me about and DACA Germany, and yeah. blah, blah, blah blah blah. DACA, DACA. Blah. It's like, come on, dude. That was like, that was not organic, Nigine. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was really interesting. It was an yeah, interesting yeah, moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but by the dude, way, Donnie just why, said what, I'm I'm in favor of Dreamer. Q, you're right.
1: She's probably QAnon. You're right. She was QAnon.
0: Um, okay. And then, so we got to wrap up. I just want to mention again for the, for listeners, Giuliani's daughter, um, Caroline Rose Giuliani has written an op-ed piece for Vanity Fair that's titled, Rudy Giuliani is my father. Please, everyone, vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I may not be able to change my father's mind, but together we can vote this toxic administration out of office. Um, Holy shit. I didn't know that.
1: That's crazy.
0: Yeah. That just just happened like last night, I think. Oh, Um, wow. And— isn't that interesting? Yes, it, And it it's is. really beautifully written. Actually, I would recommend reading the piece. Um, and I know that, you know, I know that all of the Trump base are avid readers of Vanity Fair. So I'm sure this will be. Um... <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was very Vanity Unfair of you, Nagin.
0: <laughs> OK, John F. O'Donnell, we have to wrap this up. <laughs> I'm mad, um, it's I'm always on Vanity Unfair. Vanity, like, I, I, look, the fakers give are going to be like, Fuck this guy. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: The nationalists. <laughs>
0: John O'Donnell, tell the people that you love them, but also tell them where to find you.
1: Okay. I love you guys. (laughs) You know that I love you guys. (laughs) I come in peace. Uh, Okay. Yeah. JFODnews.com. Just subscribe, y'all. And then please listen to my podcast, Take Your Pills, Psychopath.
0: Uh, definitely do those things. And folks, um, you know where to find me, uh, Nikki and Farsad, on all of the things. Uh, tell uh, Thanks so much to Anita Flores, our producer, our audio engineer, Andy Christens. Um, Lily Flesher helps with research. Gabi Alter wrote our theme music. Everyone is amazing. You know what to do with writing reviews and all of that stuff. Uh, and uh, that's the end of this bonus pod. Bye, everybody.